call? Uh, yeah, um, I'll be leaving my Zoom ID in the comments if anyone wants to get married. But uh... <laughs> And we are back. Hello, Leaflings. Uh, welcome to a somewhat special episode of Salad. This is our 60th episode of this show. Um it didn't take us 60 weeks to get here. We've been doing it for much longer than that. Uh, but it's kind of special to know that we've been doing this for long enough to hit 60 episodes and trying to bring you uh, quality content, a few puns, and some nice jokes. Um, I'm here with just Cole this morning. Trent couldn't make it. Cole, how are you? Okay. How are you? Doing well. Doing well as always. Uh, yeah, just kind of, I feel like I've been settling into this quarantine life admittedly going to be uh moving in a couple weeks here so the most exciting thing i've done in a, in a month so wow uh yeah we'll see how it goes that is is it stressful mm-hmm. trying to get everything together while in quarantine or is it kind of a nice thing to uh, take your mind off of it's almost like more of a it's not a normal thing to do but it's more of a normal thing to do i feel like you know in a way like yeah i don't know that's uh-huh. just me but i wonder how, how you're feeling with that yeah, admittedly, I'm I'm actually glad to be doing it right now, just because it's like we kind of get. Uh, so I live with my girlfriend for for the leaf things they don't know, and so we are um, going to be moving into a new place. It's uh, about twice as big as our current place, but about <laughs> the same price. So very That's excited awesome. for that. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's right over in Culver, next to the Sony lot, but. Um, it, it should be nice, but I, I think I'm happy to be doing it right now, actually, because, you know, we'll most likely be working from home for at least, you know, another month or so. And so, honestly, I'd imagine that um, we'll, we'll get some more time to kind of set things up, get settled, if anything. Um, and, you know, working from home, it makes it a bit easier if I have to go run, you know, make some uh, stops between places so honestly looking forward to it excited to have some more space after spending the last few months and uh what is literally a motel room. <laughs> so it's been good that's awesome very happy for you and Sky. Yeah, yeah. thank you thank you how's it been with you zach it's been good um i'd say i'm fully adjusted to this work from home life we've even at work started to have some small discussions about like uh you know what it's going to look like when we all go back um, and I think there might actually be some changes in terms of how we operate and everything. So the fact that a lot of people discussed how this might change work as we know it, uh, that's starting to materialize. Um, and so it's been it's been interesting. It's it's been a nice couple of weeks, but I'm I I can't remember going into the office. You know, it's what are we, is this week five? I think end of yeah, week five. This was, this was week five for me. Yeah, yeah. And, and we went uh, we went at about the same time. But it's it's I am totally adjusted to working here with my girlfriend. Totally adjusted to spending a lot of time on the couch. Uh, <laughs> I'm letting her yes. use the desk that I'm using <laughs> right now. So I typically use the couch. Um, mm-hmm. But it's life is going on, I guess. And and that's kind of a theme that we're going to get to in the episode today too. So I like that you brought that yeah. up. But um, I'm well adjusted. Before we get into some of the trends that we've noticed and and discuss how brands are navigating this now that we've all settled in, um, I did want to pay homage to a couple things up front. Um, it's been tough for a lot of agencies. Um, obviously, many people in every industry are worried about their job security, worried about what might happen, how long this is going to go on, and, and where we're going to be. And, and that did hit the agency industry hard this week. Um, 
as we saw, BBDO actually laid off a couple top tier people. Their chief creative officer, Greg Hahn, and production chief, Dave Rolf, both got laid off this week, um, obviously, to help cope with what's going on, um, which is crazy just to see that no matter what level of people that you are in an agency, that this might be affecting you. And, and it's just heartbreaking, you know, to see someone who has been awarded, I'm speaking of the chief creative officer here, both of them have been heavily awarded, heavily praised, worked on some amazing pieces of, of content, pieces of work throughout their tenure there. And, and just to see them go so abruptly and for such a uncertain cause is, is tough, to say the least. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely. I think, um, you know, as, as, uh, as you were saying, Zach, it's something that we're starting to really see across the industry as well. Um, I know that my parent company, Mullenlo, just last week, we had a 10% cut. And, you know, this is something that's happening all across the industry. Um, and it's, it's interesting, you know, when you, when you bring that up, Zach, that, you know, it's not just, you know, kind of the people that you might think that would be first to go or something like that. But agencies are really having to sometimes make those decisions with, you know, high level staff, creative mm -hmm. officers, even, you know. So it's really crazy to see that, but I think it really comes from, you know, we really have industries, certain industries that are really being affected very hard from this. And, you know, when you have an account like that, that, you know, is struggling or, you know, they just aren't able to advertise anymore, you know, that, that really puts a stop on things. I feel like, yeah, it's definitely scary, yeah. but it's yeah. tough. It's so tough. We also saw this week, um, DDB, had to let go of a lot of people, I believe starting in their Chicago office, but I was on fishbowl and, and I saw some people talking about it and it looked like it might've affected more than just their Chicago office. Um, but in particular, their Chicago office made it in the news because they, I think got hit the hardest. Um, and so it's, again, it's just so tough to see that one was, I forget the exact number of people, but it was, a, I want to say it was around 30 employees across all of their departments so a, a, a big percentage i don't know how many people work in that office but it's a lot of people to see let go um and i i am going to call this out just because it is something that has kind of gotten a little news attention um an email leaked that they had sent out to the agency after uh, they laid off their employees it said good evening we have completed our tasks for today and look forward to seeing you on the all agency zoom tomorrow at 9am. Thank you. Um, and a lot of people started to get pretty frustrated for a couple of reasons. One, uh, we have completed our tasks for today. Isn't necessarily the best way to explain the fact that uh, you just laid some people off their people. It, it's, it's kind of hard to hear when it says we've completed our task. And to piggyback off of that, um, they forgot to remove all of the people that were furloughed or laid off from the agency email chain. So all of the people that just did get laid off had seen this email come through that said, we have completed our tasks for today, um, which is just kind of a rough look. I don't want to like bash on them too harshly. Um, I think this is a tough time for everyone. And I'm, I'm sure the intent behind this email was was good. Um, I just think it was a very poor way that they worded it. It's looking like what they were trying to do was ease the tension of the employees that are still there. And I get wanting to do that, but you got to think through what you're saying. It's, you can't say something we've completed our tasks for today 
um, when you're referencing something as severe and as scary as layoffs. Um, and so just something to call out. Uh, I don't, like I said, I don't want to, I don't want to push a bunch of hate on them or anything. I just think it's important to note that while we're going through all of this, um, be cognizant of what you're saying and be cognizant of how you're going about it. We're all hopefully going to get through and and it's looking like the light is beginning to show. Granted, there is still a lot of uncertainty and, and moving forward. I think we just need to all continue to try our best to make sure that we use the right tone and, and handle this as, as humanly as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. I, I think I definitely agree with you, Zach, because I mean, it's, you know, it's going to be a tough time all around the board, honestly, um, you know, across a lot of different agencies. And I think, you know, you're going to see the agencies that handle this well. And, you know, with, with grace and whatnot, um, you know, come, come out on top too, mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, and, and you want to hope that, you know, agencies are looking out for the people that, um, you know, are, are in the office every day that are doing hard work and, and that are really getting things done. And I mean, I think, uh, at least for me, I think, and for a lot of people, it's like, you know, I think this week was really where it got a little bit more real that we're seeing the ramifications of this, just because, you know, we're kind of getting, you know, the, the crisis is still, you know, obviously very big. There's still a lot of confirmed cases and, you know, even deaths every day, but, um, you know, we're kind of starting to now see what is you know, what do things look like after this? What are the, you know, what are going to be the really the effects of this? And so, you know, unfortunately this is one of the effects of it, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, hopefully we'll be able to get through this time and, you know, we're hoping for that uptick on the other end of this, yeah. um, once people start spending again. So, and, you know, uh, our condolences and thoughts and prayers go out to everyone that's been affected by this, you know, hopefully you guys are all still working and whatnot, but, you know, our, our hearts go out to you guys. Yeah. It's tough. All right. Um, I'd like to say enough of the sad news. Um, we're going to move on to talk a little bit about uh, some of the creative trends that we've seen pop up in the time of coronavirus. Uh, back to what we were speaking to at the very beginning of the episode. Um, everyone started to settle in and in settling in, everyone started to reflect on how things have gone for the past few weeks And so now we're beginning to take a look at the different types of advertising that we've seen throughout the five weeks, six weeks, seven weeks. Some of them happened before we all went on lockdown um, of coronavirus. And there have been a few articles and also some interesting pieces of of work on the side that have been created to either call out or poke fun at some of these trends we've been seeing. I'm going to list some of them at first and you'll recognize them immediately. And then we're going to discuss a couple more of them in detail. But it started with logo spacing way back when everything first um, came out and social distancing was first enforced. We saw spec work and even some real campaigns that were focused on spacing apart logos, which was just a, an interesting little gimmick. It was kind of fun when you first saw it, but got old really fast. Um, and we've also seen um, brands repurposing some of their old content to make new pieces from from clips that they have in storage or clips from other ads that they've used previously using all of that with some nice copy uh, and, you know, some smart editing to make a new spot. This is like what Jeep did with the, um, with their Super Bowl spot that we saw. Um, We've also had a bunch of concepts. What's up? Really, really. I was just saying the groundhog day concept really works for 
this oh it was uh, perfect for the crisis as well i know it feels like we're on probably the 13th week of quarantine at this point. <laughs> it does you, you don't know how much time has gone by um mm-hmm. another one that was really popular is zoom backgrounds how many brands have you seen that release their own set of zoom backgrounds uh which are so fun but it's just a quick simple way to um to you know get a little bit of messaging out there that everyone can can technically use and is using at this time um they're like adult snapchat filters exactly and they stay there (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) um another one was we started to see a few ads that were actually entirely shot from home this is what we, we talked about this last week, Cole, but the like the Honda ad in particular is one that really stands out as a piece that was completely shot at home. So it is original content. And those are the brands I, I applaud those people for coming up with ways that um, they can use their living room and use the space that they have available to them to shoot something entirely new, which is a pretty special thing. But I wanted to get through all of those to talk about the probably most used most recognized and at this point most spooked and most famous coronavirus ad i can't give it enough mosts here um (laughs) the montage of found footage and user generated content um we've seen plenty of these pieces they started coming up right at the beginning sort of right after we got all of those like social distancing guidelines and uh some of those social distanced logos this was probably the second big trend that we started to see and it has remained the biggest trend throughout all of this uh facebook did one um there was one that bbc did with idris elba um there's been plenty of them where you've seen these these splices together of found footage of user-generated content with a nice voiceover over it Um, I don't know if you have any others that you wanted to bring up, Cole, but we've seen a lot of these. The point is um, so many that people have actually started to catch on to the formula. And with that (laughs) being said, there was someone who created a spoof ad that is it's it it hurts a little bit, in my opinion, honestly, (laughs) it hurts a little bit, but it. It just it's pokes so good, holes though. into all of the the things that are going on behind the scenes in this ad and really calls out sort of it, it takes the magic out of it and just shows you what the brands are actually kind of of trying to do. Um, okay. And so I wanted to give us a minute to talk about that and to talk about what you think, Cole, about just the montages in general. And also now that we've seen so many of them, what their do they have meaning still what their meaning is to the industry at this point? Uh-huh. I mean, I think, um, you know, it's one one trend that you do see a lot of in advertising, I think, is that when one person starts to do something, we see a lot of other brands uh, follow suit and say, oh, that works. Let's let's try that. Um, and I think that this even kind of goes back from when we, uh, you know, the Budweiser spot that we first talked about was kind of the first evidence, I think, of the kind of found footage montage reel that has now become pretty commonplace. But that one was a little bit more uplifting, maybe. But um, I think that, you know, brands have, I'm sure, set aside quite a bit for spring campaigns, you know, things that'd be going live, you know, this month, last month. And I know, Zach, we've talked so much about all of the 
the campaigns and stuff that have been canceled because of this um and you know what fills that void and i think this is what does it you know in a lot of ways right now is as brands kind of tentatively take their first steps forward into marketing again um and you know what does advertising look in, like in this new space and right now i mean we're still really in the midst of the crisis you know we're all still locked down at home for the most part um, and all of that sort of stuff. So I think what we'll probably see, honestly, mostly from brands over the next month is, is probably a lot of stuff like this. And I mean, it's good to see. I mean, we want uplifting messages. We don't mm-hmm. want to, you know, be reminded of the, the bad things that are going on out there. But um, and it's, you know, and it feels good to kind of have the safety of a brand telling you, you know, that it's going to be OK. Um, but um, I, I mean, it, I, I think we're going to see a lot of it, though. and. Mm-hmm. Take it as you will. There's going to be better examples and worse examples. I'm sure there's going to be two or three that are terrible or, you know, offend somebody. Um, And then there's probably going to be three or four that are going to be really great. Um, And I think that we've already kind of seen one of those come out uh, in the last few days. Would you say that? Yeah. um, But sorry, before we get on to that one, I do want to call out a little bit of the script. Yeah. I'm not gonna let you oh, get off that the, easy, Cole. <laughs> oh, for the new, oh, for the spoof spot. Yeah, the spoof spot is amazing. I will say because it it really calls out like <laughs> the fact that whether or not brands need to be talking. And I know we brought this up last week as well, but you know, brands really need to think about why are they advertising during this time? Because it's easy to throw together a montage and say we're here with you, you know, and everyone agrees with that, but what are you really doing? What are you really contributing? And I think we're going to start to see people turn on those if brands aren't really giving us a way or telling us how they're giving back. Um, but if you want to hop into the script, Zach, honestly, the script of this uh, yes. spoof spot, it it is fantastic. That was that was the perfect intro because I was just about to read a piece of this because as you said, it's a mm-hmm. it it just takes the magic out of it, but it, it's, it's something that I, is so necessary for people to hear because when you hear them say it, it's like, wow, literally every single one of these spots is exactly the same. And it does this mm-hmm. exactly. And you can, I'm going to read you the script and you're probably going to be able to think in your head about how many commercials you've seen that do this exact thing. Um, so it starts, it says, Hey, we're a brand. Things are pretty crazy right now, huh? Maybe you're a little scared. We are too scared of losing sales. But our advertising agency said the tragedy wins awards. So here's some sad pictures of places you probably recognize. Like this. Look, it's a target, but empty. We're going to show pictures of people now to remind that brands are also humans. (laughs) And there's there's another piece of it that goes on after that. But that gives you a little taste of the, the voiceover that's happening in this spot. And it's so true seeing this artful voiceover, this reassuring voiceover um speaking over this this found footage or this user generated content um and it it's it's so biting when you hear it that way but also on the flip side as you as you put out like i think brands are also trying their best with what they have and it just so happens that user generated content and making a montage like this is is a pretty easy version um Uh utilizing resources that they do have available uh, that still gives you enough room to make a creative message out of it. And so 
on one hand, this spoof, uh, it, it hits close to home because it's such a call out to the fact that like, look, all of these advertisements are the same. You guys are all doing the same thing. And under the creativeness of it, you're saying the same thing. And it hurts yeah. to see that called out. But on the other side, I applaud all of the brands that have done what they can with the resources they have and the agencies for working with those brand partners to try and come up with something that that can work in this time. Yeah. No, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I think it really shows. Um, the, I think the value of editing has really uh, shown in this crisis, um, and I think it's just interesting too. When you know, again, when you're talking about the spoofs and stuff, it's like, you know, it's brands will be like, "In here, we're going to remind you that we're a human," and they show you like pictures of humans, and you're like, "Oh yeah." And then it's like you are human. When tell, but when they're telling you that in the spoof, you're just like, "Oh my gosh, it it works so well." It's yeah. just like all of those things work it's together. Like, so it's like you don't want to admit it's true, but it's kind of true. It's like one of those. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's one yeah, of those exactly. things. Like you're so right. Like did you have to be right? Did yeah, you have exactly. to? Did you have to take the the dazzle out of it and expose us like that? Like did you have to? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we oh, just responded to signals. Oh well. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we digress. Responding yes. to signals. <laughs> <laughs> and with that being said, we are going to talk about advertising and ad in particular, uh, one that we both, I believe, mm-hmm. liked. I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but Apple came out with their spot for the coronavirus pandemic and. It was pretty touching to me. It kind of keeps the same framework that they've been using for the behind the Mac spots, showing creatives working in their spaces, obviously with a Mac, which has been a a campaign that we've seen a few iterations of that has been really, really nice. They did one for, I want to say it was International Women's Day, but it featured all women. And these are like very powerful, iconic celebrities, iconic people, people literally changing the world in a bunch of different ways. in a bunch of different career paths. Um, And so we've seen that one. We saw the original one that just featured a bunch of musicians and filmmakers. They've, they've really played up this, this campaign throughout the last, uh, gosh, I don't know. It might even be a couple years now. I can't remember exactly when the first one came out, but they used that same behind the Mac campaign type of spot to make one for coronavirus. Uh, And this one is showing that, the pandemic hasn't put a damper on people's creativity. And so it shows John Krasinski for is the one that I remember from watching it, um, filming his some good news um, segment that he's been releasing every week and just a bunch of other people that are doing what they can to continuously be creative and to continue to create stuff that people are enjoying in a time when we're all sad and we're all scared. Uh, and it was touching to see all of the, all of these pieces come together and to just, look at this ad and and kind of have a little bit of hope in that sense that we've gotten through so much already. And it's nice to be reminded that people have adapted and people have found a way to connect and to get closer and to continue making things. I think another one in here was Oprah. She actually has the line where she says, uh, this pandemic has allowed people to come together and connect in ways that we never would have before and never thought possible. And so it's a really touching piece just to see the way that um, creativity is morphing, is changing, and is continuing to bring us stuff 
that we enjoy watching pieces of joy uh, that sparks happiness while we all go through this. Um, I thought it was really great for that reason. Uh, it was a very touching spot to me. And I love that they use their same formula because it, it stays in line with the, with the other pieces that we've been seeing from them. It doesn't venture too far from um, their regular marketing, which I think gives it a sense of, of calm and, and recognition, you know? Um, So I want to hear what you think about it as well, Cole, because I thought this piece was, was pretty special. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, it's, it's like, um, I think Apple was able to adapt this sort of mon again this montage type format because it, their their advertising their brand had already kind of lent itself to that I think in a way just in the sense that they've been so much about showing again like you said behind the Mac um, all of these different things that they do to show the people working behind uh, you know the machines uh, or the you know their their uh, devices and I think that you know it's it's interesting because. Apple, I feel like in some ways has a claim to this because, you know, we're all at home now working on our iPhones and Macs and, or at least, you know, we are in advertising, but, (laughs) um, you know, everyone's, everyone's doing, has to do everything remotely. And so your, you know, your portal, Facebook, your, your portal to the world is literally through your computer. Facebook portal also did another ad as well. Theirs was also more uplifting as well, set to under pressure. So that kind of gives you the idea there. But I think what I like about the Apple one is that though it is kind of a, in the same vein as the other ones, uh, we're in this together. And admittedly, Apple doesn't necessarily announce that they're you know, doing anything to help the coronavirus, though they are working with Google now to develop, uh, a, you know, a, a contact tracing app as well. Um, but they don't necessarily call out anything specific, but it almost does feel like Apple has a right to it in a way. And I mean, who knows, maybe it's because we're, you know, Apple brand snobs in a way, but also because I think that, you know, they are very central to our lives. You know, I wouldn't be able to, um, you know, talk to my friends or my family without my iPhone. You know, I wouldn't Mm -hmm. be able to, we wouldn't be able to make this podcast right now if we didn't have, you know, MacBook computers to be, you know, recording it on. And I mean, yeah, it doesn't have to be an Apple, but I will say their products have become way more central in my life too, um, even after this. So, um, so I think that that's kind of where the, the claim to fame goes there but i think it's interesting to see how this kind of moves on and again you know we're, we're in the crisis phase right now and again this is all we're starting to get peaks i think of what's coming next you know and you know there's we're still going to be in this for another month or so but um you know we're starting to see people talking about you know what comes next it's more joyous it's more you know facebook portal is is kind of saying that apple's kind of saying you know, it's a more uplifting message that mm-hmm. uh, not necessarily that we're fighting the coronavirus, but our lives will remain the same. We will still have joy. We'll still have creativity. We'll still creativity have, goes know, each on. Other. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and it's so good. It's so good. And, and also, too, that Apple can just claim the mantle of creativity like they are creativity. And we're all like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, are. you are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, that makes sense. You are. That's just, yeah. No one can be creative without you. Period. End of story. <laughs> I mean, that's like they've 
they've kind of done that. <laughs> they've carved they've carved out that niche. I mean, it has. They've been doing that for for years and exactly. years and years. I mean, they've, they've show what strong yeah. branding can do for you. Exactly. I mean, like most valuable brand in the world. I think. Yeah. But you're just for one more piece. You you brought up something that was really interesting, and I think you're really right. Is this actually came up in that spoof that we discussed as well? Is at the end, um, most of them are encouraging you to go donate to something or help out whoever or help out the brand itself. Or there's a call to action at the end of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the spot for Apple, it doesn't have one and it doesn't need it. Um, because the purpose of this spot, like you said, is showing people using this device to create things. Uh, yeah. The message that they're trying to come that they're trying to put across is that we're moving forward. Uh, creativity goes on is is literally the message on the end of it. That people are finding ways to make it through, and they're celebrating that. Um, whereas a lot of the other ones were more focused on, you know, a specific cause, which is, is strong and good. Like that's necessary. I'm not, I'm not bashing on those, but it's just interesting to see Apple's take on this. Like you said, it's such an integral piece of technology to so many people's lives. And and that has only been amplified in the past few weeks, especially in the creative field. So just to see them pay homage to the people who have made it work, who are still, creating and still finding ways to do something that's really special just is really special as an advertisement uh and i think that it's the perfect message for someone like apple mm-hmm. definitely definitely i mean i it's it's hard to, it's hard to argue with and i mean especially when you know a, a brand like apple puts something like that out and i mean we've also seen nike did some cool stuff um as well um you know and i'm sure we'll start to see more and more coming up as well. Um, one more piece. I just actually saw this. Uh, another piece of uplifting news to end the pot today. But um, I just saw that New York has now allowed uh, citizens to obtain marriage licenses over Zoom. Um, so no we way. are truly hitting, yes, we are truly hitting peak pandemic here where <laughs> you can now get married over Zoom. So, uh, oh my goodness. It's, it's, it's just funny how remote our lives have become in that in that way though it, this is my hot take here i think that zoom's gonna be dead in like six months but you know whoa okay maybe not dead but teams is gonna eat their lunch unfortunately teams teams slap. is gonna eat their lunch i agree we already yes. switched over to teams yeah. too. anyway all right um <laughs> that's all we have for you uh i'm zach i'm also apple trash as you can can see that i love them uh hope you enjoyed cole uh yeah um i'll be leaving my zoom id in the comments if anyone wants to get married but um, (laughs) if not then uh yeah that's that's all for me i guess you want to do the sign up (laughs) all right i get to say yeah have an fantastic week